It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Rams Up, a Los Angeles Rams podcast. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We cover other SoCal sports news of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 22 of Season 2. And this is our 99th episode We'll be hitting that 100 mark next week. Pretty excited about that. And next week will hopefully be that Dodger segment we have been talking about. Paul Walia and Tom Quartz will join me and we'll dive into the Los Angeles Dodgers for one episode. And a reminder, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We have content dropping on there occasionally. Four, five, six, seven minute videos that you might not hear on the podcast, so make sure you find it, like it, and subscribe, please. Let's get through this episode. The the primary focus here today is racking and stacking, or I should say re-racking and stacking, my top 10 favorite Ram plays of all time. Last year, during season one, I went through my top 10 and five honorable mentions discussing each one of those favorite plays one segment at a time, working up to number one. I'm going to do it all over again real quickly, restacking my top 10 and my five honorable mention, a few slip off, got a few 
new plays joining the list, which makes sense after what we saw last season. You can probably guess which ones are heading towards the top of my favorite 10 plays of all time. Get through some other Ram notes first. The Rams have re-signed Treven Howard, so expect to see him on the 53-man roster, backing up Ernest Jones and Bobby Wagner. They also signed a Jared Pinckney, a tight end, 6'4", 260, out of Vanderbilt. He signed with the Falcons in 2020 after going undrafted, was on the Rams practice squad briefly last season, and he was on the Lions' active roster late in the year. Played in two games with no catches. And they also signed A.J. Rose, 6'1", 211, running back. Another SEC product. He's out of Kentucky. He was undrafted, signed with the Vikings last year. Had a 100-yard game in the preseason. Had over 1,900 yards in college with 13 touchdowns, and plus 30 receptions with another touchdown. Not sure if they're going to be a long shot for him to make the roster, but we'll probably see him a lot in the preseason. Checked in on the salary cap situation for the Rams. According to Spot Track, they have over $9 million in cap space as for the top 51. And according to Over the Cap, over $7 million. As of right now, 20 teams have more dead money than the Rams. And in 2023, the Rams, as of now, have zero dead money. So Les Need has that headed in the right direction. Some stadium news. The Rams have been selected as one of the sites of the 2026 World Cup. And remember, they're already hosting the 2023 College Football Championship. And it is also the site of the opening and closing ceremonies of the 2028 Summer Olympics. So, so, so far in the limelight for sure. And that's not even including WrestleMania next year. And I've mentioned this before, I highly recommend you go on that stadium tour. If you're in the L.A. area or visiting L.A., man, it's one of the best tours I've Well, it is the best tour I've ever been on of any kind. Quite the deal. We ended up on the field. My son was kicking field goals from 35 yards out, throwing me touchdown passes. Dropped one on a little toe tap there, but other than that, had a great time. We were on the field for about two hours, pretty much doing whatever we wanted. They had a couple skills, things you could try. Just throw the football around, had the end zone to ourselves for about a half an hour. It's a good time. I saw someone throwing out a new nickname for Cooper Cup, White Rice. I get it. It's pretty funny, but I don't like attaching the name of a 49er a Rams nickname. Don't like it, but it is kind of funny. So we're going to get back to that Dodger segment, hopefully next week, Paul Walia and Tom Quartz joining me. Thought I'd discuss them here as a little primer for that. And you know what? I think the Dodgers are kind of in trouble. The middle of that lineup, Muncie, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, those three guys batting 153, 206, 211 last time I looked. It's probably fluctuated a little bit by the time you hear this, but man, not getting it done. And Dave Roberts, great manager, but I think he shows a little bit too much attachment to some of these senior players on his roster. Can't give up on them. Maybe he needs to. I'm okay with Cody staying in the lineup. He's a great defensive player. But having all three of these guys in the middle of the order, it's just 
Doomsville at this point. And meanwhile, Gavin Lux, their third highest batting average on the team at 285, he's buried batting ninth. Makes no sense. I asked a Dodger faithful what's up with that. He said, well, they won him in front of Mookie Betts, who's at the top of the lineup and struggling and now injured. And I don't buy it. I need Lux up at the top of that order somewhere and move Muncie and or Justin Turner off. They got a great farm system. Time to bring someone up. I'm sure they will. They have to. This offense is kind of pathetic. Overall, batting 246 as a team, which is the same as the New York Yankees. So maybe that's okay. But overall, a couple of guys in the farm system that maybe deserve a shot at this point. Michael Bush batting 270 with 15 home runs in Oklahoma City. He plays second base, though. And then Andy Page is an outfielder in Tulsa. He's been tearing it up. But does Roberts have the courage to move off a couple of these guys? I mean, if he was coaching the Rams, Todd Gurley would still be there starting running back, and he'd be averaging 1.8 yards per carry. That's the kind of coach Roberts is. It's kind of nice that he sticks with guys, but long-term, not a good thing. Time to move on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Time to move off a couple of these guys, in my opinion. Of course, low betting averages, that's a trend across Major League Baseball. It's just become more acceptable. In 1987, the Dodgers had the worst team batting average in Major League Baseball, 252. The overall batting average in Major League Baseball that year was 263. This is back in the day when guys like Willie McGee were hitting, hitting the ball into the alley, stretching doubles into triples. Batters were spraying the ball all over the field, maybe even mixing in a little bit of hit and run. Fast forward to 2022, the overall league average has dropped to 242. 15 teams in Major League Baseball right now have a lower batting average than that Dodger batting average in 1987 that was 252, the worst in the league in 1987. We have 15 teams Below that right now, the Oakland A's are batting 210. Before we get into our new top 10 plays of all time, my favorite top 10 plays of all time, a quick pet peeve has to do with Father's Day. I know you all want to reach out to your dad on Facebook and social media and call out your dad as the greatest dad ever. There can only really be one greatest dad ever, and I suspect it's not your dad, so maybe let's just revise those messages. Hey, I love my dad. My dad is awesome. Thank you for everything. So let's pump the brakes on that greatest dad ever stuff, shall we? Back in a second. Hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
So last year, over the course of 10 episodes, I shared with everyone my favorite RAM plays, my top 10 favorite RAM plays, and I had five honorable mentions as well, provided a lot of background and details on each of those plays. But I think it's time to rehash this, time to rack and stack my favorite plays once again, given all that has occurred since I finished that list about a year ago. So I am going to provide you with my updated top 10 plays with my new honorable mentions. And I'm not going to provide as much detail because I'm going to do it all in this one segment. If you're interested in the details, you can go back to last year's episodes. I believe it was episodes 11 through 19 of my inaugural season and check out what I had to say about each of these plays. Now, I'm going to start at the bottom. Uh, Three plays have fallen off my honorable mention list. I'm going to try to keep that list at five. And the reason, obviously, because I have some additions to my top 10 and honorable mention list. The three that are falling off in 2018, Jared Goff's quarterback sneak to seal the win against the Seahawks. Never saw Jared Goff so pumped after that. I was pretty pumped, too. Another one that's falling off the honorable mention list, 1983 at New York, playing the Jets. And this really wasn't a play. Perhaps it shouldn't have been on here at all. And that was what happened after the play. Jackie Slater going after Mark Gastonaw, who had the gall to celebrate a coverage sack against one of the best offensive linemen the Rams have ever had. Jackie Slater wasn't going to Put up with that and went after Gastonaw. And in 1995, most of you probably don't remember this, a trick play, the Rams and Falcons. Rich Brooks was the coach back then and he loved this kind of stuff. Trick play, Isaac Bruce taking a lateral from Todd Kinchin after a punt and running it back, I think, to the nine-yard line. Those all three fall off my honorable mention list. My new honorable mention list, week one, 2015, Aaron Donald stops Marshawn Lynch. That was a fourth down play, the Seahawks at St. Louis. This was on my top 10 list. It is no longer. Another one that fell off the top 10 list, Darius Williams pick six against the Seahawks in the playoffs. Rams went on to lose to Green Bay the following week without Cooper Cup. And with Aaron Donald playing at 50%, Goff had the banged up thumb. But in the previous game, Darius Williams, big pick six against the Seahawks. Another one that dropped a little bit, Greg the Legs, 57-yard field goal to get the Rams into the Super Bowl against the Saints. And two that remain on the honorable mention list, 2017, not sure if you all remember this, Jared Goff to Todd Gurley, 53-yard catch and run against the Cowboys. And this was the play that indicated to a lot of us that maybe Sean McVay's Rams were on to something. That's how I remember it. And the last of the honorable mentions, 2014, the Austin to Stedman Bailey. Well, it wasn't really Austin to Stedman Bailey, but the Tavon Austin Stedman Bailey trick punt return. Austin pretending like he was fielding the punt, but it's Stedman Bailey running up the right sideline for the touchdown. So those are my five honorable mentions and the three that have been removed. My new top 10 
And I have to apologize. There's some recency bias in here. Maybe in 10 years, I'll look back and kind of resort through this. Maybe in 10 years, I won't think of some of these plays as highly as I do today. But this is my snapshot. June 2022, my top 10 Ram plays. My top 10 favorite Ram plays of all time. Number 10, Cooper Cup's 25-yard catch against the 49ers in the most recent NFL championship game. Never saw Cooper Cup get so excited. Big catch against our arch rivals. I'll remember that for a long time. Number nine. Another play that got us into the Super Bowl, Ricky Prohl's catch against the Buccaneers January 3rd, 2000. This one actually moves up a spot. Number eight, December 18th, 2017, another Todd Gurley play. And this was right before halftime against Seattle at Seattle. Rams had this game in hand. Late in the first half, they hand it off to Gurley, and he just rips off a run for a long touchdown. Before halftime, the Rams are clobbering the Seahawks, and and Seahawks fans start to filter out of that stadium. And that was another play similar to the one against the Cowboys, where you're like, man, this team is good. No doubt about it. And this was the game before the game in the locker room where McVeigh had that famous speech, if you want to call it that, to his team. Not a very long speech. My account is something like this. We're ready. There's nothing left to say. Let's effing go. My favorite sports quote of all time. Number seven, Flipper Anderson's catch for the win. January 7th, 1990, in the playoffs against the New York Giants. In overtime, Everett hits Flipper Anderson, and Anderson runs off the field through the tunnel. Game over. Number six, Dante Fowler's hit on Drew Brees and John Johnson's interception on the same play set up Greg the Legs field goal that we talked about earlier. That basically sent the Rams to the Super Bowl. That was the NFC Championship game. Fowler's hit on Breeze and the interception. Number five, Warner to Bruce in the Super Bowl. Man, that's got to stand out for a lot of us. I can still see it. Kurt Warner just getting the ball off and Bruce catching it, making a little move and dancing into the end zone. Number four, same game, the tackle. Do I need to say anything more about that? Mike Jones tackle to save the game in the Super Bowl against the Titans. And number three, and this is one that was number one previously. I had this as number one, and a lot of you probably are going to disagree. And I'm okay with that. But a play that I always remember, and the play that epitomizes the greatest show on turf, the season opener in 2000, The Rams had won the Super Bowl. They opened up against the Broncos in St. Louis. And Oz Hakeem takes a little pass, about 10 yards downfield on the right side, makes a move, and next thing you know, Torrey Holt and Oz Hakeem are running side by side along the sideline, seemingly having a conversation with each other. And the announcers in that game had a good time with it. 
wasn't a Super Bowl, wasn't a playoff game, wasn't even against an arch rival. It's just a play I love. And now to my top two, and this is where we get into the recency bias. Number two, Matthew Stafford hits Cooper Cup with a no-look pass against the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Talk about clutch. Talk about two players that we all love. An incredible play. And yeah, kind of important too. That's my new number two. And number one, hey, none of that would have happened if it weren't for this play. Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup against the Bucks late in that playoff game in Tampa Bay. Saves the day. Didn't see it coming. I thought we were heading to overtime. And wow, what a pass. What a catch. And what a chaotic scene as the Rams rush up to the line of scrimmage directed by Stafford. Will you ever forget that play? And those players running up to the line of scrimmage to get that ball snapped and spiked so they can set up for the winning field goal. I'll remember that for a long, long time. I'll remember that more than the no-look pass. It's up there with that Hakeem and Holt run down the sideline. Mike Jones tackle as far as images in my mind, the greatest play in Rams history. Hey, you may disagree, but that's why it's my list, not yours. Some data on my top 10. We're strictly talking about the top 10 here, not the honorable mentions. Three were in Super Bowls, two from 1999, one from 2021. Two were in NFC Championship games, Saints and Bucks, and two were from other playoff games, Giants and Bucks. Three were from the regular season, two against the Seahawks, one against the Broncos. Now, when you talk about the honorable mention, include the honorable mention. One of them was from an NFC Championship game against the Saints. One was from another playoff game, Seahawks. And three more from regular season games, two against the Seahawks and one against the Cowboys. So that's it. My new top 10 plus the five honorable mention. Throw darts at it all you want. Maybe send me an email. Hey, if one of you have your top 10, I'll be glad to share it. Just send me an email, ramsuppodcast at gmail.com, and we will talk about it. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach out to us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at laramsup.com. And please don't forget, subscribe and give us that five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And don't forget the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.